Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com It came out the top there like uh, the Brutus the Barber Beefcake, uh, WrestleMania 2 with the top rope of Superplex. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown. It's the 2nd of November in the year of our Lord 2000. Spice Girls holler, aka Let Love Lead the Way, aka that period after Ginger left where it's all a bit weird. And it's a bit like when The Undertaker left the skyscrapers and they brought in Mike Enos. Enos! <laughs> yeah. I went back and listened to these, this double A single. I have no memory of these songs I want to make you holla. Holla, 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 come on. Holla, 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 come on. It was a weird, like, growing, not even a growing pain, just a pain for the Spice Girls post-Ginger. You could, yeah, there you was, about there Ginger was... or the time after ginger <laughs> this is um this is a g anno ginger <laughs> not bg oh, before God. ginger <laughs> yeah spice girls not long for this world i think like wcw good for them not replacing it with here's the newest member paprika or something <laughs> like that it's arrogant uh, Sven Goran Eriksson, the 52-year-old Swedish coach of Italian side Lazio, accepts an offer from the FA to take charge of the England football team for five years, commencing next July. Eriksson will be the first foreign manager to take charge of the England national team, but until his arrival, the England team will be jointly managed by interim coaches Peter Taylor and Howard Wilkinson. I'm sorry to bring up football in England right now. It's a completely irrelevant. There's absolutely no cohesiveness there. Uh, this was written weeks ago. It's coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> Please note this has been recorded Thursday morning. It's fine. The finals aren't till Sunday. It's relevant. <laughs> Thursday morning between Matthew and Tom on Zoom. Tom in his area pumping his fist and Matthew sat here with an erection. <laughs> it could actually come home. It's, it's the second time in the last 12 hours that Matthew's been nervous about a semi. <laughs> Oh, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom. <laughs> I walk right into that. <laughs> a joke, not the... The weakest link makes its BBC One debut as part of the channel's evening schedule. Billed as the Champions League. What? The Series C's winning contestants from BBC Two's daytime version of the quiz return 
to compete for a 20 grand prize, double the amount offered by the Daily Show. Now, I watch this nearly every day with my parents. I wasn't aware. I didn't know there was a Champions League or even a Champions League of, uh, of, of the weakest link. Like That's uh, quite exciting. So you're saying I can't just watch the evening show. I have <laughs> no. to watch the weakest link AM, the YouTube show behind the weakest link. <laughs> then follow the Twitter account to get all the jokes. Ah, I think it's just too much. <laughs> and being the weakest link. Being <laughs> the link. Berlin, just Anne Robinson making a lot of kayfabe jokes. Yeah, making reference to past shows, like well, Super Bitch Party. <laughs> Thank you. With cameos from classic superstars such as Ed the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> they get Ed the Duck over on, on the uh, on, on being the link. <laughs> <laughs> it's good on t-shirt <laughs> and dinosaur is number one in the uk box office never saw it um uh, it says here ask tom if it is good i've never seen it like i i'm intrigued to see it but for some reason alex doesn't want to watch it because she's heard it's it's just crap and everyone says it's crap it's a it's a a rare miss from that particular department in disney it's a very rare miss yeah, it was a success at the box office, but I don't know anybody who saw it. It also says here on the notes that someone wrote, ask Tom if he's played Disney's Dinosaur in brackets video game, particularly the Game Boy Color version, which supports use of the Game Boy printer. What? No, what's this? This is news. 27 levels, as well as six playable characters from the film. Alada, Ema, Earl, Zinni, Pleo, and Surrey. I could have made up those Surrey! Names, so I even bothered. <laughs> and Surrey, Essex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. And Barry. Oh, <laughs> wow. This looks amazing. I didn't even know it existed, nor did I know that it utilizes game, the Game Boy printer. What would it, what would it print? It's pictures of dinosaurs. Pretty adverts for dinosaur <laughs> tickets to go see dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> the ability to purchase more merch. <laughs> That's amazing! What a game! The Game Boy Color Asaurus. Like the worst looking dinosaur you ever seen. It's the lead character going like surprised face in the Game Boy printer. What the hell is it? <laughs> Somehow they've made something worse than ASCII. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, all these things were happening in the wonderful world of reality. But you're not here for reality, are you? You're here for escapism. And we are here to hold your hand to the wonderful world of dodgy wrestling in the year of our Lord 2000. This is the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review, featuring the dulcet tones of myself in brackets, Peeing up for five minutes. And Tom Campbell in brackets, fighting fit and doing his couch to 5K <laughs> thing. How the hell are you, Tom? I'm all right, thank you, mate. Like, I've got a stupidly busy day and I managed to squeeze in uh, the couch to 5K for today. Uh, we're on the board for week six now. By the time this goes out, I'll, I'll have finished all being well, the second run of week six. Mate, I've, I've been running for like 20 minutes straight. Like, I feel like a new man. I feel like, I feel like Gary Newman. It's so weird because 
I'd love to say, wow, Tom, you could really see the difference in your enthusiasm and energy and stuff like that. <laughs> but the thing is, mate, you like that anyway. <laughs> you like That's the Duracell true. bunny. But I think I... Radium... Energon cubes. I don't feel like I have to force it as much though, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't feel no. like I have, I have less of those days where I have to just sort of pally actually face it and crack on. Now I'm like genuinely quite delighted to be here all the time. Um, no, I was just nice. pretending I'm genuinely happy to see you now. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I'm enjoying today. <laughs> There's, there's, there's oh, I do stuff. love Disney's Game Boy Color. Uh, do you know what? I bloody love a Game Boy Color, mate. That's all the music on Game Boy Color. Somehow they, <laughs> they put color in it and they made it worse. I don't get it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so doing that. And it was this this morning, like oh, lots to get done today and uh, overtired. Slept, uh, um, my alarm, I slept through my alarm, but I originally planned to get up at quarter to five and then lazily slept in at 6 a.m. <laughs> Oh, what a bum. Like, what a bum I am. What an absolute bum I am. Uh, you know, and then... You're lazier than Big Show. <laughs> Who's wrestling in Ohio Valley Wrestling? Not in Ohio. There you go. You happy? <laughs> Who's wrestling um, with a Burger King packet? <laughs> uh, stayed up late watching football come home. That was quite nice. It's quite See, excited. I was at work, uh, but... Oh, wait, no. I definitely won't say that when the lads brought in a little uh, phone to watch it on. <laughs> no, no, did not happen. That did not happen because you were busy Purely working. speculation and fantasy like a lot of this show. I can't, get, <laughs> I can't get over how much I was into the game yesterday, like yeah. how much it drew me in. But you know what I did, Tom? After the the shift ended and it was at you know 10 and it was like, oh, there's still an extra time. It's all right, waiting for me bus, because, you know, as much fun as this is, there's only limited buses getting back and fancy walking home. And all we're doing is listening to the the, the noise from the city, because uh, the stack, not far from where we get the bus, and just listening to, oh, ah, oh, like, wait, wait, wait. And then the next piece, so I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you can tell by the, the down, oh, no. downward thing. And people are just like, next week, you were going, no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's the corner, didn't go in, sorry. Oh, okay, cheers. And all this, and yeah, and then when they did, say like, yeah, everyone's there waiting for the phones to to re to load to sync up, and I didn't realize that iPads are a good 30, 60 seconds behind. What in, just the, the technology in general with the iPad? Yeah, like really? it's Twitch or it's uh, the High TV Hub that is. And they they compared it. They get yeah, the per this person who didn't exist and um, had the uh, iPad. And the Android, Android was way ahead. And even when I went on my browser and went Twitch and just saw something playing Minecraft, it wasn't Dream. Ha ha ha. And um, I'd look and yeah, there was a good 30 seconds. So there's been times on when we've been doing Twitch when there's been responses from people, something that happened a minute ago. I just thought they were slow. Mm, well, there you go. I, I didn't realize it was like technology um, dependent. I just assumed that some services were slower than others, depending on the, the internet and what have you. But yeah. Interesting to know. It's nice how that it's brought boring, people. boring fact. Brings it's not the SmackDown <laughs> podcast. We're screeching halt. We're still in the station. We're gonna beat her. Football's coming home. Yes, but did you know that iPads are much slower? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, football's still coming home. We'll see what happens Sunday. I think whatever happens Sunday, I think the fact that England have made it to the finals of a of, of a championship like this. I think if we win, amazing. 
if we don't, we're in the final. I, I think that's that's amazing work. Amazing work. It was good uh, seeing the last time that we were in the finals of a major football tournament. And it was also, it was 96, year 96. And it was the same, of course, we lost to penalties, heartbreaking. But it was the same, yeah, just to show how far away it is. Because 96 doesn't feel like that far away to people like you and me, Tom. Mm. But to kiddies, it's like 96, <laughs> the age of Disney's dinosaurs, the Game Boy printer. And so I went, look, and said, just to show how far away it was, it was the first year that the Czech Republic were playing as the Czech Republic. Mm. And that Czechoslovakia. I'm like, oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and it's and there's something something wonderful about it being 25 years since Gareth Southgate missed that penalty. I, I, and the poetry, there he is. Oh, it's a it's a lovely story. It's a lovely story that's being yeah. told, uh, and it's him that's that's guided them to the final. Anyway, uh, I know there'll be people going, "Stop talking about football. Start doing Kane jokes." Uh, I, uh, by the way, uh, oh, go on, go on. <laughs> what could possibly bring those two things together? The mo- the moment that he rebounded off that penalty in my own home with just Alex and Pablo there, I found myself shout, "That's gotta be Kane!" And then my Twitter lit up with, "That's gotta be Kane." Yes, yeah. gotta I'll, be Kane. We have appreciated both myself and oh hell yeah, appreciated that. That's gotta be Kane because there'd be a lot of people <laughs> who have been going, "Yay, yeah, yeah, the line from Vincent Mann '97 that people still reference." But there's a whole bunch of you going. <laughs> <laughs> the Colex B version, the cover, if you will. <laughs> Colin, Colonel XB's lovely rendition of the Phil Collins classic. That's going to be Kane. <laughs> anyway, you're right. You know what? 96 sucks. 2021 sucks. Tom, what was happening in the year of our law 2000 at this time? Well, that is the question. So, uh, in a minute, Matthew is going to talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown. But I'm going to uh, give you a few bits from the wrestling world in this particular year of our Lord. Um, here's a weird one uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, my granddad loved that show. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people love Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, I didn't know that they took time out of their busy schedule to take a shot at the WWF in an episode that aired this week. I didn't even know this. So this comes from The Observer. Walker, Texas Ranger, on the 27th of October, ran a show based very loosely on the death of Owen Hart. Oh. Right. Oh, that type of shot. Oh, no. I thought it'd be like... No. No. It was about a wrestler in costume who fell from the ceiling. Uh, Although in this case, it was ordered by a rich, ruthless promoter trying to muscle in on the territory of a kind, older promoter who was played by Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine was in it? Oh, sweet. The representations of a far more evil version of Vincent Man and of Stu Hart couldn't be missed, says Dave. The episode wasn't very good. <laughs> but that seems like a, a a bit of like a, a quite the dig from Walk, Walker Texas Ranger taking a, a shot across the bowels, you know. It just seems strange. You you don't you wouldn't expect it seems like a mad lib. You wouldn't expect that particular property to, to be so aggressively in, uh, attacking another thing. You know, mm. right or wrong. You know, it's like Rod Wright said, Fred being anti-vaccine. Like it's so weird. The two should never really meet, but they did. 
And that was an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger that aired. Uh, and this is also whilst like there's still rumblings of this lawsuit cracking on uh, between the Hart family and the WWF. So um, in other Bret Hart news from this week, um, Bret Hart walks away from professional wrestling. Uh, he's done. He announced in the Calgary Sun in his column that he, his professional wrestling career is over forever. So he says here, uh, he says he's expected it for some time now. No way could ever prepare for it. And Maff, it seems so sad that one of the greatest that the business ever knew really went out with a bang and not a whimper. No, he went with a whimper, not a bang. So that's what I meant. So yeah, whimper, not a bang. <laughs> the, the other <laughs> he way around. Shotgun in the air when I'm done. <laughs> like a lonesome dove, shot his gun in the air. <laughs> Went out with a whimper and not a bang. You're trying to say right that around. he watched Walker Texas Ranger when I saw this. Done now, thanks. There's you. no escape from bloody wrestling. <laughs> I just want Chuck Norris kicking some drug dealer in the head, and I'll get this. Um, luckily for Brett, though, next week we'd also see a wrestling reference, uh, being all cultural from Chuck Norris, where Chuck Norris gets stuck on a desert island with nothing to eat, <laughs> Chef Boyardee, and women in bikinis. Ah. And then Ernest Borgnine comes and rescues him, and he's wearing an eye patch for some reason. I guess to announce <laughs> that he is hard. And yeah, Bret Hart retiring and being done—it was so. Looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, that that happened. That that was just it, wasn't it? Got concussed yeah. a lot of times. We didn't know what we knew now about concussions, and it's like, all right, whoops, bye, mm-hmm. Bret. This most anticlimactic thing. But at the time, it's like, ah, oh, Bret will be back. Because no one retires. Mick Foley, uh, everybody, Terry Funk, etc. Just they all these people. You don't you don't retire for wrestling. You, don't, the, you always the, come back. But with, with Terry Funk, um, obviously, as we're saying this week, uh, there's been a lot of conversations about Terry Funk because it's been said that he's living in assisted living and uh, he's been fighting with uh, with dementia and other things. And 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 the world has come together in sharing these amazing stories about Terry Funk. Uh, in, in a slight twist to this, to, to, to kind of play on what you said just there, um, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, has reported yeah so he's reported today that on this day of the year of our lord that he's had a conversation with terry funk he's actually doing better than than has been made out to be and he'd like to capitalize on the popularity right now by working a story with roman reigns forever 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 do you think they checked and seeing how you're doing and, and the test was, say, Tony Dreamer, how are you doing? And Terry Funk's like, oh, it's all right. I'm thinking of having a retirement match. And Dreamer's like, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> uh, so, there's some, yeah, so there's a nice bit of news about, about uh, Terry Funk. That... <laughs> Talking of uh, WCW, where Bret Hart has just left, um, they had Halloween Havoc this past Sunday. Oh, God. Ooh, it wasn't a good night. <laughs> <laughs> let's see let's see can i see what i remember um david flair versus uh buff bagwell in a dna match mm-hmm. <laughs> to see if david flair was the the, the father of um stacy keebler's kid mm-hmm. yeah cool um mike awesome versus vampiro yeah uh that I think ends up being Vampiro's, if not the last, one of the last matches, because Vampiro claims he got very hurt from the powerbomb off the top rope. There was supposed to be a table, a corner Vampiro, so... Yeah. Um, supposed to be a table used to break the fall off the top rope awesome bomb. There wasn't, because one of the tag teams earlier just took them all out from the ring, and either used them or just went, my table. 
And uh, so Vampiro got very upset about that. And there were lots of issues backstage. And I don't know if he returned after that. Uh, yeah, and, and it, it, it was a match that featured the most blown spots in a pay-per-view. Oh, yes, it was also... I mean, I like it because Mike awesome, but Vampiro was never smooth, like smooth peanut butter. He was smooth, like chunky peanut butter. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was a pretty bad match. Minus two and a half stars uh, for that one. Uh, incidentally, um, minus one star for Buff versus David Flair. <laughs> David Flair had a better match. Then Mike also, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Any other matches that you remember? Shall I uh, jog your memory on some of these? Yeah, you know, I'll take forever to do this. Go on. All right. Jeff Jarrett beat Sting. On oh, this that's night. right. With all the Stings coming down. Do you know Do you know any of the Stings? Um, uh, Chris Harris or James Storm was one of them. Chris Harris was one of them. All right, cool. So, this, so the match featured a multitude of Stings in different guises doing run-ins because wrestling. Yeah, you um, know those Doctor Who specials where all the doctors get together. <laughs> where they bring back all the doctors. Yeah, so Peter Capaldi was uh, <laughs> NWO red and, red and black stick. Uh, Chris Harris was one of them. Uh, Steve Armstrong was another one. Oh. Robbie Rage was one of them. Oh. Uh, Danny, Far- Danny Farquhar? Danny Farquhar? It Lord Farquhar? Lord Farquhar was one of them. Oh, sweet. And, and to start there. this is speculation. I, I haven't double checked to see whether this was the case in the end, but there was a lot of rumor and innuendo that Bill Eady played one of the stings in this match. In particular, the sting quote from the year 2025. <laughs> like an old broken down 70 year old sting in storyline world. But you know what? That's only like three or four years away so yeah. <laughs> something's got to give with Sting in the next couple of years because apparently he falls off the rails in a few years time yeah wow not like the uh the lean mean Sting we see on AW exactly yeah. mond, mond brav um we had Booker T uh beating Scott Steiner to retain the WCW title by disqualification <laughs> two and a half stars one of the oh. better matches of the night and then Goldberg in the main event beat Chronic in 335. If he loses a match, he is retired forever, is Goldberg. So this went on last. Uh, and Dave says, whilst one star, it was still the best Chronic match in a long time. Did Dave explain why exactly that was the main event? Yes. Uh, so what happened is Goldberg got attacked earlier on and Booker T did Billy Boy a solid by saying, I tell you what, I'm going to have my match now so you can rest up for later. <laughs> Wrestling. Um, okay. That, that's apparently what went down. I haven't watched the show back yet. We shall don't, save don't, that. Don't for worry about it, Tom. Another day. <laughs> with, with, uh, if only it was like some other weird podcast that covered Nitro. Oh, if only. What an idea that would be. Wink. Uh, wink. Mm, more on that another day uh, what else so have you got for us tom that so just a little bit on on the uh on the, the the show before smackdown they did a sunday night heat taping uh road dog may be injured uh he had a match against william regal uh road dog took a neck breaker from regal badly looks like his left hand went numb and went a weird color and he needed help from the referee getting to the back so road dog may be out injured for a little bit uh, I guess we're going to wait and see on that one. But that was part of Sunday Night Heat uh, that was taped before SmackDown to air after SmackDown. 
Oh, poor Rudolph. Yeah, so we send him our bestest wishes. I can't remember if he has any time away because I know we're not far away from getting rowdy with the road dog. Um, so I don't know how much of an effect this will have, but we'll keep an eye on that one. But those that's all the news I've got. We'll go a few other little bits, which, are, which we will get to as we go through the review of SmackDown. But let's throw it over to Matthew Gregg to talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown. Yay. We start off with a dramatic video package covering Austin versus Rikishi in a steel cage on Monday Night Raw. They've just made the switch to UPN, so they're hitting out the park straight away. Uh, Rikishi asks Rock, hey, have you kept my back tonight? And Rock's like, uh, he's very non-committal. If I was the Rock, I'd have said, you know, it's a cage match, right? <laughs> and then Austin beats the hell out of Rikishi. With no backup from The Rock. Clean win for Austin. I'm not sure he took a bump during this match. It wouldn't surprise me if he didn't. Uh, and then afterwards, Jericho versus The Rock. Winner gets Kurt Angle on SmackDown for the WF title. Rock wins clean. But then Rikishi is a bit butthurt, which for him is a lot of hurt, and attacks The Rock afterwards. Rikishi then tells everyone that The Rock gave Rikishi his car keys and told him to run over Steve Austin. Dun, dun, dun. The Rock is too flat after Rikishi sat on him to respond. Maybe he'll respond tonight. Who knows? I like we how... Know. Oh, we, we, we know because it's already happened. But what I like <laughs> is, and, and we'll see this as the night goes on, like that strong sense of family in the Samoan dynasty, even though like like you can tell, like, that obviously we, can, we know where we're going with the Rock and Rikishi stuff, but like there is... There's a weird energy between the two where the rock isn't just kind of going, ah, shut up, you monkey ass. Da, 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 da. Like there's there is like a, a kind of familiar energy between the two, which I really like, where Rikishi's, even though Rikishi is obviously a bad guy, he's like, oh, I did it for the rock and all that. And the rock's gone, I'm distancing myself from you. Rikishi's gone, hey, you know, owe me a favor. You've got to have my back in my match. And Rock's going, oh, all right, whatever. So, like, there's a weird energy between them. but And it's a Samoan dynasty thing that they play off even today with, like, the, the Roman Reigns, Jey Uso stuff and how like, there's, that, there's that desire for family respect and stuff. So it's, I like the, 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 the parallels that it draws between sort of the Roman Reigns, Jey Uso stuff a little bit. And it's, like, very much a Samoan family thing. Did I was I did I pick that up on my own? I just thought that was an interest. I think Rock's dynamic against Rikishi is very different to like his dynamic against Billy Gunn. Hey, you're shit, and his dynamic against Bulldog. Hey, you're shit and British. Like, there's a very different energy from him, and I like it. Yeah, and you're right. The, the parallels between this and the stuff happening on SmackDown right now in twenty in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, and it's because it's real, and mm. we know it's real. You know, they don't get. Uh, Rock doesn't get annoyed at Rikishi. Annoyed at Rikishi. Pause for effect. Annoy the Samoan family name. Oh, it was too subtle. I thought they were Anawaii. Well, it doesn't work, does it? If I say like that, he gets Anawaii. The Rock was a human who was Anawaii. That's not how that word's pronounced, Matthew. It's not, a name it's not a name on the podcast who sent something in. Come on. <laughs> Let's see if he gets more and more frustrated. 
uh, tonight with Witty Wee Witty Woo, Steve Austin. What well, SmackDown? I mean, <laughs> I know Steve Austin. SmackDown <laughs> is here, and The Rock is here to start the show. He's no longer two D. He's no longer. <laughs> He's here, and he makes it clear him and Austin aren't ever friends. I will never be friends, but he still considers him a top guy. So he figured Austin would be able to see through Rikishi's lies, but apparently not. As the Rock has tried email, phone call, carrier pigeon, smoke signals, Ernest Borgnine in a little boat, you know, eye patch, and he hasn't heard anything from Austin. So if Austin's here in the arena tonight, come on down and we'll do this face to face. Nothing happens. So Rock orders Austin, and that works. Because mm. Austin's like a snake. He can only eat his prey if it's moving. <laughs> Both men stare off the first time in a long time, and the crowd is split 50-50, which is interesting to me. There's a lot of the crowd response is like, hmm, because Rikishi wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> Maybe The Rock did do it. And they are cheering Austin which I thought was amazing. Yeah, I liked this. I like there was that uncertainty. And again, it's because the, the way The Rock is being in this, he's he's making us question it. And throughout the night, like he's a bit on edge and he's a very different Rock. And, I, and, I, and I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. The Rock says Rikishi is probably saying what he said because The Rock didn't help him in the cage on Raw. To which Austin goes, but how could you help me? It's a cage match. Isn't that supposed to prevent interference? Rock says, I know, right? What do you want me to do? <laughs> I know, right? My God, here comes the Rock in a helicopter and a rope ladder. Quick, Rikishi. <laughs> I'll carry you to safety. Um, or maybe, Rock says, Rikishi is just a crazy bleep. But let me tell you, the bottom line, ooh, oh. says the Rock to Austin, the Rock didn't have anything to do with running him over. Austin replies, Rikishi is a liar. But how does he know The Rock isn't as big of a liar as he is? The only man Austin trusts is the man he looks in the mirror every day. And he pauses and says, and that man is Steve Austin. Thanks for clarifying, Steve. <laughs> and that man is the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> it works in my house. Rikishi, in his music video gear, shows up and tells Austin The Rock rang him last year and told him to take out Austin because his merch sales were going down. And if he did do that, The Rock would have his back. But then what happened? The Rock didn't even help him with that cage match on Raw. Even after someone hit him with a wrench on SmackDown. Sort of an unresolved plot line. The Rock says Rikishi's story stinks more than his ass. Sorry, Mona's bleep. Sorry, kids. The Rock has always messed with Austin face to face. When he threw him off the Washington Bridge, it was face to face. When he wrestled Austin at WrestleMania, it was face to face. And when he's been angled tonight for the title, he'll be doing it face to face. This brings out Kurt Angle uh, to try to get out of the title match against The Rock, saying Steffi McMahon, his current uh, little manager person, is very ill. In fact, She's so ill, she's not here tonight. And that's okay, because he didn't want her to come to this town, as he knows how easy it is to catch something contagious here. <laughs> See, <laughs> The Rock reminds Kurt Angle of a famous star who made a bad mistake and got away with it, and refers to Johnny Cochran. So I'm assuming he means O.J. Simpson, 
the man that Kurt Angle loves to reference on a cold night. <laughs> Just an easy one for a minute. Yeah. You know, you know what Rikishi reminds me of when he was driving that car? OJ Simpson in the Bronco. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the Rock tells him to shut up. <laughs> Rikishi lets him know that neither of them trust The Rock either. And then Austin delivers a stunner to Rock anyway. Oh. Oh, man, what's going to happen? Well, I like that because Austin says don't trust anybody. And he's very yeah. much like, don't even, I don't even trust me. <laughs> I don't even trust you, rather. Like yeah, Then Austin gives himself a stunner. <laughs> I don't even trust myself! <laughs> Take that, mirror. Take that, me, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you beer-drinking jackass! Eating all... Being you, Austin. Someone in, someone in my house has eaten all the big boss man's chocolate dogs! <laughs> I'm gonna find the son of a bitch that did it! It's a fact that Steve Austin can't confirm where he was when Steve Austin was run over at Survivor Series. <laughs> DTA. <laughs> Austin just goes mental. I don't know where I was. Oh, I was unconscious. Oh, how convenient. I don't remember where I was. Oh, you drove whilst unconscious. <laughs> what were you? Hey, Austin, what were you doing in the parking lot when I got ran over? Just Austin in a mirror and SmackDown. <laughs> As the crowd is split 50-50 between Austin and Austin. Let's go, Austin. Let's go, Austin. Austin sucks. <laughs> Austin's innocent. Austin did it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you, Tom. I, I like the wait. Who did he do it? Did Rikishi do it? Are they in cahoots? They are family. Mm, yeah, Kurt Angle, OJ Simpson. It's all good stuff. <laughs> and from this serious situation that's going to boil over, uh, Jericho is still stuck on a desert <laughs> island. Chef Boyardee, Beef Island, to be specific. <laughs> I've written my notes: the Ravioli Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho, where were you the night of Survivor Series? I was on an island with Chef Boyardee and some women. I need proof. And it's, it's this. He goes, all right, fair enough, Paul. Yeah. Is that a good time? Um, this is the last Chef Boyardee commercial. Whatever. Mm. Dave in The Observer says... Uh, Vincent Mann this past week once again threatened to file a lawsuit against PCC and L. Brent Bozell. But Mann said in the PTC's list of 37 companies that won't advertise on SmackDown, 25 of them had never advertised on the show before. Uh, after this, Bozell responded by saying, as the chairman of the PTC, I claim full responsibility for an educational campaign that tells the truth about SmackDown's raw sexual content and violent programming that is marketed directly to the children of our nation. The fact that yesterday we convinced Chef Boyardee and Slim Jim to pull their ad dollars from SmackDown shows we are not going to let the McMahons intimidate us with their threats. The loss of Chef Boyardee is a real black eye to the WWF since they did a successful ad campaign using the WWF wrestlers. I am sure that Vince McMahon will take it in his stride and won't find a way to... To put something on TV that, that sticks it to the PTC. I'm sure he will take the high ground this week. 
So what you're saying is they had all the adverts and the wrestlers involved, and now they're just not giving them money. Mm, they pulled all that their is ad- some great business from Chef Boyardee. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, amazing. So this will probably wait, be the last wait, wait, time wait. we see this advert. Wait, wait, wait. The, the raw sexual content. And the Chef Boyardee advert, he's dancing with bikini women. <laughs> and then Chef I- Boyardee goes, <laughs> Jericho, I'm here to fuck you. So he's got one eye to so know he's, he's penis filled. <laughs> it's the ravioli they're going to put out before the PTC got the grubby bits into things. Jericho, I'm here to fuck you. He goes, all right. And he just starts doing just snorting drugs. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> just, it's, it's the, the, the Chef Boyardee invades the island, so Jericho punches him. <laughs> yeah, there's like F-bombs and drug use in that, in that advert. <laughs> Like they did they, they, they not see it, and then they had to pretend and go, "Wow, we didn't realize it was for kids." We had to stuff your ravioli, oh. Derek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> means to overstuff your ravioli. Oh God! This Rage Against Machine playing the background. Jericho's oh. just firing an AK forty-seven in the air as he's doing drugs. I mean, did they not watch <laughs> this? <laughs> I will fuck all these women. <laughs> Pasta. Yeah. <laughs> The PTC did nothing wrong. <laughs> only this only America eats pasta. <laughs> After I eat all this stuff for ravioli, I've enough energy left in me to fuck and kill <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Which will I do first? I haven't decided yet, you commie. America's pasta. <laughs> Says a Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't watch that before they put it on there. Apparently That's pretty bad, not. that. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyardee, pasta, ravioli, all American. Yeah, Chef Boyardee quietly changed then. Things in end like, got beef, or if it was to go fuck your mother. The brief, the, the brief said, "Chef Boyardee overstuffed ravioli. It's ravioli licious." But it came out as "fuck you" and the horse you came in on. I'm gonna fuck all these men and women with the pasta. I'm so full to... of pasta. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck everyone on this island. Start with you, Mister. I think we've used the. Probably amount of f bombs allowed to get away with than I wanted. Fuck, rather like pasta. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Fuck pasta. God damn it, Tom America. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't, if that's what they look like, though. If you, didn't, you haven't seen it, it's not on the cock anymore. <laughs> it does exist. Go on YouTube, YouTube, Jericho drugs pasta sex. <laughs> God knows what'll come up, but it sounds like a good time. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Deborah is backstage. Deborah's back. So Deborah, they've literally just had nothing for her creatively until now, which is why she's oh, just yeah. re- she's reemerged. Like they they took her off TV. I don't think we've we, we've seen like this random smatterings of her on TV um, since Jeff Jarrett left. But really, there's just been nothing for her creatively. So she's took some time away, and and this is her big return. Yeah. Came back on Monday, revealing revealed as the Lieutenant Commissioner. Yeah, thank God they found something for her to do. Um, she's the Lieutenant Commissioner to Foley. Uh, she's the Brandon Cutler to Austin's Young Book, <laughs> I guess. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh... That's oh, thing. that's it. All right, I'll call Deborah. Yeah, cool. We'll see more of you later on. Uh, for now, Crash Ollie is here for a hardcore match. There's a really good, yeah, Crash Holly size pop when he comes out, which I appreciated. Because he hasn't done much the last few months, but people do go, yay, Crash Holly. He got smashed by Albert last SmackDown and then Test annihilated him on Raw. So using that logic, it's a handicap match tonight. Okay, best look there, Crash. Uh, Crash gets his big stick taken away immediately as Blackman is shown watching backstage with his pecs. Uh, TNA get on their knees to make it fair. So Crash bonks them with candlelids. And I've typed here, God, it'd be funny if Crash beat Tess in this match. That had saved this podcast from a lack of cane. Uh, after treating Crash Holly like a soft toy, they brawl backstage, as they do in hardcore matches, and they brawl all the way past Blackman, who's still watching it on the little Ovaltron thing backstage, which is amusing, before taking down the big door in the park and, and the, I wouldn't call that bit, it's like they've got the loading bay. Loading bay, thank you. The loading bay for a good view of the XFL truck. (laughs) Not very subtle. And Blackman hates this kind of tomfoolery, appears to smash Albert off the storage door, and then smashes Test, and then Crash Holly pins Test. And I typed it. What do you think, Tom? I was delighted to see Tess get pinned by Crash Holly. Uh, uh, I think Crash bouncing around for TNA was was good fun. Like Crash has been fun in this protecting the APA office badly from TNA role. I've enjoyed like the gutsiness of him constantly sizing him up. And uh, now Steve Blackman coming to his aid is lovely. Like good old Steve Blackman coming to save Crash. I think we're not that far from the APA actually coming back now, are we? Because it's only like a storyline hiatus, I do believe. Uh, no, they've been nursing some injuries. That's why they did the non-match. Oh, mercy. right. Okay. Well, so there's actually a reason I, for it. I will Rather like then. the Goldberg Chronic main event. Pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. There's a st- <laughs> Bloody hell fire. There's a reason yeah. for it. Okay. Well, they're, they're, they are due back soon, though. 
Yeah, and after playing Resident Evil 8, I'll do a little test joke here just to fill that quota because I had one problem. Steph, I can't do the opening bit of Resident Evil 8 with all the lichen, which means wolf, wolf dudes attacking me. And then Steph's like, yeah, to be honest with you, that is a bit hard. That is way harder than I was anticipating. I don't blame you for once, Test. Bloody hell. I mean, it's a great game, but it does throw you at the deep end going, oh, these aren't zombies. These are really hard wolf men. Is it, is it is it hard then? Yes, but it's lovingly hard. It's supposed to be, and then you learn a bit better, and you get some more equipment, and you come back later, and you're like, remember me? <laughs> like Jericho, when you see some... <laughs> see some ravioli and some women. Whoa! That's my pasta. Fuck pasta, America! No, Tom, stop swearing. <laughs> Bring it's it fine. By the PTC. <laughs> and, uh, yes, so... Okay, that's good quota. to know. That's good to know. We've, we've ticked the test quota because if you, I'm glad you did that because otherwise I was going to go, Steph, how did anyone complete Alex Kidd in Miracle World with three lives? Oh, not the Alex Kidd run again. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. I haven't touched that game since we last spoke about it. I've gone, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, Deborah talks the leader, but then Ivory shows up wanting to rant about Norks. <laughs> then Trish shows up and it's the same again and blah, 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 blah. Four corners match. They do we have tight, sorry, do we have women's titles, I should say, with no men at ringside. Deborah is full of charisma. A <laughs> lot of chat about Norks, a lot of chat about titles. Yes, yeah. it's, uh, it's the ivory special. <laughs> blah, 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 women's sex objects, blah, 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 women's title, blah, blah, blah. PTC did nothing wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, nothing Stephen wrong Richards. with that. Unlike lugs. <laughs> Where there's everything wrong with lugs. Exactly. Lugs. Yeah! It, says, the advert, it says, make sure it's the genuine lugs. None of these bootleg lugs you see people selling on street corners. Or as they call them, lug leg. <laughs> lug leg. That's right. Or some lug leg. Those people have been reintroduced into Newcastle. You know, Newcastle is really open again for business when the drug dealers are back. God. <laughs> the drug dealers or the lug dealers? The lug dealers. But they're, they're the type of people that, that you'd see in Resident Evil 4, to be honest with you. You know, you see them and they're like, they're trying to be like, do you want some drugs? Do you want some drugs? All it comes out is, Ali is the You know, and like, oh, get away from me. And yeah, so get the genuine lugs, not the bootleg Billy lugs. Speaking of which, <laughs> Billy Gunn, here's a pivotal moment, can no longer use the ass man name thanks to losing to RTC on Raw. I mean, this is a useful thing to happen. So yeah, works to SmackDown, or he was going to be <laughs> Mr. Bleep. He's a bleep man, bleep bleep. <laughs> so often you'd think he was a heart monitor. Uh, Eddie Guerrero interfered for the finish as that feud struggles on. That was Lugs, the ass man shoes. That's right. <laughs> We can use a name now that Billy Gunn can't. Suck it, Billy. Looks, looks. <laughs> ass, ass, ass. I, I forgot that there was a storyline reason why he dropped the Mr. Ass thing. I, I just thought one day he was just like, oh, I'm the one Billy Gunn now. I forgot there was a storyline reason for it. Yeah, it's good that they did that, though. Because mm. he was like, no, what? I'm no longer the ass. The crowd was like, boo, all right, I'm tapping out, mate. I like that they did that as well. Yeah. No, I want to love ass, but I can't. <laughs> it's David Richards. He's in the ring and he rants a bit about the moral standards and 
says there's no biz in showbiz and pauses. And the commentators have to go, I don't get that. And I didn't get it either, Tom. What did you think he meant? Um, is it more the case of because they are, again, this, it's a very strong passage of PTC. Is it the idea of them shutting down businesses? Oh, okay. Yeah, this is, he's got one of those little ear sets. It's right into Vincent Mann. So it said, but again, mm. there's no business in show business. And apparently Chef Byrdy Pasta gives you the runs. Oh, I said that. It's unrelated. What are you talking ravioli about? Ravioli America. No, 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 don't, don't, don't quote the advert. I won't. Ravioli Patui. Yeah. Uh, cheeseburger number one. <laughs> We're now already sponsored by Uncle Sam's Pasta. That's right. Bugger off, Chef Boyardee. I'd rather eat a lugs. And then the Undertaker yeah. on his pedal bike shows up to goes, did you say lugs? What if, uh, I just thought, what if they recycle the Chris Jericho advert? And just, <laughs> where he's got a bowl of pasta, they just put some lugs on the top. Yeah. They, they edited like the Futurama episode. <laughs> like, Tell you what, I, I love lugs. <laughs> I have everything I need with these lugs. <laughs> Chef by ID appears. Oh, it's me, the assistant at clerks. Can I help you? <laughs> Can I get you some more lugs, Mr. Yes, Jericho? please. I'd love some more lugs. <laughs> yeah, but lugs. <laughs> no swearing, no swearing. Dan Housen approved. Lugs Housen. <laughs> They've all been like the walkie-talkies and E.T. They're now just, <laughs> now just shoes. We're having a shoe party here on <laughs> Shoe Island. <laughs> and then Jericho says, "That's there's a lot of soul in these lugs. And everyone goes, oh, good one. <laughs> he kisses a girl and he goes, hey, no tongue. <laughs> I'm never, ever taking off these lugs. <laughs> I will wear them even in the bath. Uh, Undertaker, Steve sorry. Austin saying, I don't trust nobody, apart from the lug salesman called Jim who sold me these lugs. <laughs> I trust Jim with my life and my lugs. Wait, wait, where was Jim? The night of Survivor Series. Looks around, remembers, gets a flashback of a giant shoe <laughs> driving a car. <laughs> no. I told myself not to trust anybody, but I let lugs into my life. When will I learn? I'll never lugs again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the noise the lugs had playing in his cassette in his car. You drove back. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love this song. Turns around. No. They knew I loved this song and I'll be distracted by the sight of a giant, uh, sh giant shoe. <laughs> lugs. Killing the WF quicker than PTC. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, The Undertaker showed about 20 minutes ago, um, waiting for this all to die down. Just, he's shirt. been stood in the ring, just waiting for us to show up. He said, tell Stephen, don't worry, they'll burn themselves out eventually. <laughs> he has a shirt that says Crime Inc. on it, which is the funniest thing on the show in months. <laughs> Didn't he have all those Blue Lives Matter shirts? Yeah. 
Crime Inc. <laughs> that, like, it's, that, it's just it's the daddest it, shirt you've ever seen. Did you see what it says on the back? <laughs> Do drugs, kids. I don't know. What <laughs> it it says. says on the back, it says three people could keep a secret if two of them are dead. <laughs> what is he? I don't know what he's doing. What? <laughs> it's equivalent it, to having that Bugs <laughs> Bunny Godfather. Lug, Lugs Bunny. <laughs> I wish all the lugs a very lovely meal. <laughs> I wish all the lugs a happy die. Yes. <laughs> I wish PTC a very <laughs> censored. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's I wish Chris Jericho shirt. a very good fuck ravioli. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot how to do the meme. You did it beautifully. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Dad, dad who does crime. Um <laughs> Stephen Richards asks The Undertaker to join him. He can help get rid of the video games in the locker room. So Undertaker agrees immediately. (laughs) (laughs) No, Undertaker makes it clear he doesn't like Stephen and then gives him a last ride and acts like Poochie, the coolest dog in the world. Woof, woof, woof. It's it's not that he hates Stephen Richards. He even says, I hate people that try and censor the WWF. Like really laid it on thick. <laughs> he might as well look dead in his eyes and go, "I hate you, Albrecht Bozell, and this is an interpretation of you, Powerbomb." <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then all of Writer Center jump off the stage to avoid Undertaker's <laughs> yeah. stupid bike as Cole yells about the right to freedom of expression. Oh, shut up, the lot of you. <laughs> So cold with you. He's got the right to freedom of expression. He had those bloody crystal tips for half a year. <laughs> those frosted tips, not crystal tips. That's a character from a cartoon from the seventies. Uh, frosted <laughs> tips is what I meant. Crystal, crystal tips. Now that's there. Early oh. today, Adam Sandler was here. Right. What was this? What? <laughs> yeah. What was this, Matthew? Adam Sandler was here talking to wrestlers and looking like the nerdiest podcaster you've ever seen <laughs> to promote Little Nicky. Um, this would have no effect on the star of The Longest Yard years later, which featured lots of wrestlers. I think I've made that more clear. Um, anyway, he was happiest to give props to referee Earl Hebner. And Earl was very flattered by that. And he says, hey, do you want to go hang out later on and drink it? And he's, I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And he goes, cool. Um, I'm going to need money. Can you buy all the beer? And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And they leave together. I guess that was a joke. Was it based on a joke? Was it, was it an in-joke? Was it a little Nicky thing? I, I think they were like, hey, we'll do a wacky segment with you. There was no wackiness. I did. I just, just I was baffled by this. It was like, like you say, Adam Sandler just came across as such a goof. And, and they're like, he's got no money. So Earl's by, I didn't get it. Unless, unless, unless he was meant to be little Nicky, but I've never seen little Nicky. So I don't know. It would be little Nicky because he's got like, like a speech impediment and a weird looking face and all that stuff. He was just Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is here and he's poor. For the love of God, go watch his film. Yeah, please go see the film of this broke man who is marking out seeing a referee and making the referee buy beers for him. Yeah, well, if, if, uh, non-stop hilarity there from uh, Lil Nicky, I guess. I, mean, I like Lil Nicky as a kid. I haven't seen it in years, though. I'm sure it's aged like milk. Uh, then the women head to the ring for a title shot and lots of respect from the commentary team as Lola yells about puppies. 
Christ. Take he's me at the dog cafe. He is. <laughs> it's good that dog cafe, isn't it? Be since it's yeah. reopened. Uh, oh, that's actually the bit. They just walk into the ring. Uh-huh. Uh, THQ's summoner summons Rikishi, <laughs> saying The Rock told him to run over Austin from earlier tonight. That's THQ summoner to be found now in pre owned bins across the country. Summoner. Edging Christian in their kazoo asked for a title shot against the Hardys because Mick Foley says they couldn't have any more while the Hardys were champs. So, hey, let's ask Deborah. You know when your dad says you can't do something, so you ask your mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'll say the different. And then obviously afterwards, let them uh, deal with the fallout. Uh, she says, you're right, I'm not Foley. Goes, yeah, you're right. I'm not the commission, the talent commission. And you're right, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> no. Uh, title shot denied. <laughs> denied. And then they're like, oh, he sh- she's she's not Foley. She's worse. And I love shoot comments. Aren't supposed to be shoot comments. Um, oh, man. Remember when she was drunk at Backlash? <laughs> oh, there's a nice throwback. Yeah. She was shuzzled. She's drunk on the Chef Boyardee liquor. <laughs> mm, the real taste of ravioli with the intoxicating effects of whiskey. Oh, God, what that tastes like. <laughs> Al Snow gives Jerry Lawler some ravioli. Wait, hang on. I didn't mean that to be a second. No, no, it wasn't ravioli. It was a plate of, um, of meats. It was a selection of fine meats. Oh, I think I'll just type ravioli instinctively because of the chef by AD. I do apologize. <laughs> it was some meats, a selection of meats. <laughs> for that, but let's just call it a big bag of meat. Out of respect for Lola saving him last night, uh, Lola doesn't really want to be associated with Al Snow. Who can blame him? And he brings up Jim Ross's cookbook. He said, it might make Al Snow a better chef, but I can't make him a worse wrestler. Uh, by the way, thank you to Stop Waffle. Lovely friend of the show. Ah, with a drawing of me and Tom cooking that potential cultaholic cooking show that hasn't happened yet. Because <laughs> apparently Brian Zane has done something similar where he does stuff from the Jim Ross cookbook. He but has. we would have to do it, which means Tom, we would be forced to spice it up, he he he, and change the formula so it's like can't cook, won't cook, or ready steady cook, <laughs> where we're competing against another team. I'm, I'm think, down for that. I'm down for that. Can't, right. can't fuck what fuck. Oh, God. The Chef IOD, no. What are you doing here? <laughs> I, I, as long as my dish could just be a, a tin of Chef Boyardee pasta. <laughs> Wait, we'll cut to the camera and go, sod it, Tom. Pour it out. <laughs> Pour one out. Pour one out. All those, dead, all those dead models still on Chef Boyardee <laughs> Island that no one half, pick up. Dead half-eaten models <laughs> whose limbs have been dunked into some overstuffed ravioli. The tribe like, that hasn't like been disturbed for, the tribe that hasn't been disturbed for decades on the island eventually just stumbles upon a bunch <laughs> of skeletons and cans and going, bloody hell, what's in this? <laughs> Why are they speaking like that? Bloody hell, what's this all around? I don't want to do an offensive accent. So I thought, <laughs> Fair hey, point. Fair hey, point. Phil. <laughs> Hey, Philip. <laughs> Fair point, well made. Yeah, I don't know how they speak, so I thought I'd just do that, boys. <laughs> no, what's in a chef by ID? But it's killed everybody. <laughs> hey, hey, by uh, God, uh, get me fishing rod. Let's go back to worshiping Andrew. Um, <laughs> Slim Jim 
THU Summoner and Majora's Mask present Jerry Lawler being horny for a few minutes <laughs> as the Four Corners women's title match is here. Maybe this was the match that turned Slim Jim off. As you said, uh, I wonder Jim's whether, I mean, it could have been. I, it could have, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it was. Yeah. I like, mean, like, no, no, no. This, 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 it's perfectly acceptable for kids. Honestly, we talk about it and then they watch this match and it's just Lawler basically playing with his willy. Uh, Jackie delivers a sidewalk slam onto Lita as Lola mocks Ivory for saying that men should respect women for their brains. Yeah, get them, babyface commentator. <laughs> anyway, the amount of hype this match gets is impressive by the standards at the time, more so than Lita's disgusting head scissors onto everyone's head. Oh, God, the one, on, the one she does to Trish. Jesus, I thought it brained her. Yeah. Very unpleasant. Uh, it goes on for a bit. Lita moonsaults Ivory, but ENC delivered the sidewalk slam reverse DDT onto Lita, as Deborah only said that they couldn't have interference from the men associated with the women in the match. But ENC hate the Hardys and they're associated with Lita, so they do some stuff. So Ivory can win the title. This would lead to other things, like Lola stepped all over this and any effect it would have. But it's weird that they would do this in a four corners match and everything. And you'd think with it being a four corners that they'd have Lita not win. Uh, sorry, Lita not lose or get pinned. Then I realized, ah, oh, it's okay. We're building towards the Edge of Christian Hardy Boys hype, which will never die. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this was, this in was fact, more designed to, to, to continue that build than anything else. Yes, and if you don't believe me that the ENC Hardy's thing hasn't, hasn't died... On AEW, much of it was last night, all the building up to it. They're having a Christian versus Matt Hardy match. I think it's more the fact that they've never had a one-on-one match, have they? Matt Hardy and Christian? No, they're, uh, they're, mm. no, they must have done. Or at least never had sure. one on pay-per-view. No, not on pay-per-view, no. They were both uh... the uh, A-list dude on ECW on Sci-Fi, but they didn't have one during that period where they were both great, by the way. Mm. Hardy, Matt Hardy's run in ECW on Sci-Fi was tremendous. But, it was good, actually. It was strong. Yeah, a really strong performance. Like when when e- ECW didn't really know what it was. It well, was... everyone knew what it was. It's just a lot of people couldn't get past the name, mm. uh, past the uh, shift by a D. But uh, by that point, it's like I don't want to see Matt Hardy. He's not EC Dub. You know, who else was an EC Dub. Gone. Rikishi, who gets interviewed by Coachman. And asks if he's ready for Jericho tonight. And Rikish responds, you're as stupid as you look. <laughs> Not very nice. And he says, yes, of course I am. Shut up. Uh, and then Austin is shown on the phone. That's nice. And Rikishi <laughs> versus Jericho is... There's some I, segments backstage with I feel now. like, speaking of like about Matt Hardy and Christian and the rarity of that, oh, I, feel like, I feel like this is a match that we haven't had very often. Rikishi versus Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're both at the uh, not quite main eventers, but still associated with them um, here. That's what I'm looking for. Mm. Rikishi asses Jericho to begin, but the Long Islander is able to make a comeback and lock in the walls. I believe I call him Long Islander because last week he was from Long Island to make that sweet magic code angle. <laughs> I think I have to explain that because it's a bit out there. <laughs> it's a bit out there compared to all the other jokes I made about this week. <clears throat> Um, he's able to make a comeback and lock in the walls, but Rikishi is too fat, so he can't get it locked on. So he drop kicks Rikishi out of the ring instead. Joko gets a chair ready, but that has no effect because Kane is here. 
<laughs> I like this bit where they where his music hits, his pyro hits, and Michael Cole still goes, Is that Kay? <laughs> oh, it's a picture of Kane. No, so, it's Brooklyn Brawler. Jericho chair shots Kane instead. It has no effect. So Kane chokes arms Jericho. And that's the end of that match. Do you notice how the referee waits for the choke slam to be executed yes. before calling the DQ? I was about to say, he's, he's waiting, he's giving him every chance, like a good ref. Uh, Kane doing his best there to save his former tag partner in Asses of Fire, obviously. <laughs> oh, that unofficial name that we'll give him. Kane Rikishi, not without my anus. <laughs> a throwback, sorry. Uh, Rikishi attacks Jericho afterwards because he's a bad, bad He's a bad man. man. Yeah. He's a bad dude. And then Kane is interviewed by Kelly and says, why'd you do that? He goes, you think this is about coffee? <laughs> yes, we and do. Leaves. And Kelly's like, yeah, that's why I asked you, idiot. <laughs> so prawn sandwich. <laughs> Does Kane call him a prawn sandwich? Yeah, prawn sandwich. Yeah. You think this is about prawn sandwiches? Can I say we got about? You think this is about coffee? And then he comes back. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He waits. Wise words. Are it is. Because <laughs> it is. You're very right. And then pats him on the head. Well done. I hate coffee. Uh, Not a fan of the coffee. <laughs> China and Billy Gunn head to the ring, and Billy's had a haircut. He's a, <laughs> they wrestle Val Venus, who is living proof that a haircut is just the thing you need to help your career. <laughs> a haircut and a charisma transplant. That's right. In, in his two in things his necessary to main event. Uh, Venus is teaming up with Eddie Guerrero and they even said he was supposed to team up with Stephen Richards but Stephen Richards is too busy being currently dead <laughs> Billy tries using the Assman theme to the ring but Venus cuts him off and reminds him no you lost that right on Raw it's got a point Billy come on yeah it's in, true be an Assman of your word <laughs> he points at China so she can make her entrance for the biggest pop of Billy's life a lot of people pointing at China this week do you know why? No. She was on Off the Record. A day oh, you mean this week in 2000? All right. In the year of our Lord 2000. I'm confused about what time we're on. Go on. Um, uh, this is from The Observer. China got the Buff Bagwell Award for saying things that made her look really bad <laughs> on mm. Off the Record. She ripped on Trish Stratus, saying she had no talent or ability and was hired just based on her looks. It was immediately duly noted by everyone that the same could be said for her three plus years ago when she was hired based solely on her unique look and the lengths that she's gone to to change that to yet another unique look. She took a 180 when the subject of Stephanie McMahon came up, smartly praising the boss's daughter. She also admitted to being concerned about not being another woman of the women kind of phased out in the WWF when their run is up. They talked about uh, the spat that she had with Sable on the Gallagher show. Didn't really criticize uh, Sable either way. Uh, said that... Uh, Sable just thought she was bigger than the business. So lots of interesting comments made by China there. She was uh, not the nicest about Rina Mero, very glowing about Stephanie McMahon, just tore, tore Tristrat as a new one, which I think was, was fair at all. Uh, by the standards of the time, yeah, she wasn't 
that well trained. She'd done wrestling training, but it only a bit. And she clearly wasn't a good wrestler. But yeah, of, I mean, I think a lot of people were saying this at the time because she was rough. But then, like China, she would get really, really good and better mm-hmm. herself. So, so Billy got Billy. Okay, he can't be Mister Ass anymore in this match. Oh no, I know what you're gonna say. Go on. So he's not. He can't be Mister Ass. So the decision is made mid-match. <laughs> not even at the beginning of the match. Mid-match to start calling Billy Gunn or start calling Mister Ass. Billy G. And to the point where even the at the end of the match, uh Tony Chibble announces him as Billy G. Like the gun bit wasn't the problem. <laughs> it was the ass part. Why are you calling him Billy G now? Does Vince like the letter G? Is that what we can assume from this? I'm thinking Shorty G. I'm making that comparison. Does Vince just really like the sound of the letter G? Yeah. It was his favourite Sesame Street episode. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped ahead. What happened in this match? Oh, no, no, you might as well. I'll just want to say it. Uh, Billy assists China in doing the flip, flip, flip elbow. That was nice. And then busts out one of his own. It's like home and he goes, there was a man from Nantucket. But he does, man- he does manage it. <laughs> so great. It distracts from the commentators talking about Billy G for his new name because he's in the house. Like Ali G. It's very 2000s. Very 2000s. Uh, they nail Eddie with a backdrop backbreaker, but only gets two. Eddie tries to make a comeback, but China crushes him with a sleeper hold slam that I've never seen anyone else do. It's so a big ass pop for China's victory. I think Billy Gunn ends up doing it, but he does a much higher one. Like he throws them up in the air for it and brings them down. Yeah. China's is very flat. Yeah. It's in No Mercy, 2000, mm. the video game. Yeah, certainly so, is. But then you just bring that up. But yeah, and then the winner is China and Billy G. <laughs> I would say he's the winner, yeah. But maybe they'll think of a different gimmick for Billy. I feel bad that Eddie Guerrero seems on the periphery a little bit when he should be the focus. Because like the China thing, like China pinning him, here in a in a tag match, I feel like it should have been China pinning him on pay per view. I still stand by that. that. That should have been where we went. Yeah, more on that later. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Austin is walking around backstage, and someone attempts to drop a heavy crate on top of him. Austin is mad and goes to look for Wiley Coyote. Oh, someone's trying to brain him. I like the bit afterwards where Pat Patterson's going, "Yep, it fell from that hole there." Yeah. Like, like, engineer. great work, lads. Great work, team. Proud of you. Proud of you. It Someone's... fell off the top there. <laughs> <laughs> it's ultra thick French accent. It, it seemed to fall from beneath him. Wait, above him. Yeah. <laughs> it came out the top there, like uh, the Brutus the Barber Beefcake, uh, WrestleMania 2 with the top rope of Superplex. <laughs> what? Did anyone else see it? No, just the me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Like when the big boss man took a superplex of the... Aye, 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 aye. Big crate. Austin, okay. All right, cool. Bye. Al Snow wants Lawler to help him, so he gives him a toilet seat. <laughs> oh, strap, strap yourselves in, lads, to this bit. Taz enters to wrestle him in this fully loaded rematch. Yeah, I'm sure people care about that, Matthew. Thanks for letting us know that happened. Raven is commentating, because that's definitely the best use of these guys. Taz resting a Raven commentating. 
Uh, it's over after one minute of hot action. After Raven's <laughs> distraction backfires and Al Snow rolls up Taz. Raven and Taz, or Rat, as they're known, then oh, no. try to double... They're then not. Try to, no, they're, I just made that up. Oh, then try to double team Al. Could they be called oh. Razzmatazz? Wait, wait, wait. Then try to double team Al, but Lawler saves them with the commode lid. <laughs> That says pretty much everything about where they are currently in the company. Yeah, just good for Lawler, man for Al Snow, and dog turds. <laughs> or as they are now called, Razzmatazz. Oh, Razzmatazz. That's too good a name for them. Razzmatazz. That's why we're calling them Razzmatazz from now on. <laughs> coincide with D'Lo and Chaz's name, they're even further low down. <laughs> The Legion of absolutely don't. <laughs> the Legion of never. <laughs> oh, if Chaz and Taz formed a team, we could call them Chazmataz. Chazmataz. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they could take the other name for them. They could be the Legion. The, the Legion, Legion of, of Doomed. <laughs> the, Legion, <laughs> the Legion of Can't. <laughs> Legion, or Legion of Doomed. Both, you know. Donate for both names. <laughs> Donate for both dances. Yeah. Oh, bless him. First time on commentary for Raven in the WWF since 1993. Oh, I thought about that, yeah. Mm, Johnny Polo's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good commentator. He was very good. He, he, he tried to get like a little bit out of Gorilla Monsoon in Gorilla's final yeah. days. Like it really gave him a little bit of a going over. Oh, there's some of the Kraken um, Coliseum Home Video exclusives where mm. it's Raven and I must have Raven and Taz, Raven and Monsoon uh, commentating, and they are they are fabulous together. Just didn't wind them up. Very good. On Monday Night Raw, Stephanie went home sick as Triple H and Angle said goodbye to her, and Angle was like, "That's nice that we can come together and say goodbye to Steph, a person we both care about." And Triple H went, "Yeah, you're right, buddy." So later on, Triple H gave Angle a pedigree through an announce table. And then destroyed Edge and Christian as they ran in to save him. That would get cheers from the crowd, which sadly Triple H would then go, Oh, I should do that every time I'm on Raw or SmackDown. I get a cheap pop that way. <laughs> and uh, the business never really recovered from that. So tonight it's Triple H versus Benoit, a No Mercy rematch. Crowd chants for Triple H immediately as the commentators wonder if Rock tried to squish Austin with the big crate. Or was it Pat Patterson all along? Uh, Benoit was, blocked... What if it was Patterson all along? It was Patterson all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was wrong. It was it Patterson, was Patterson all, all along. along. You finally made a monkey. A mounty. <laughs> finally made, made a, a mounty. <laughs> I love you, Dr. Zahorian. <laughs> Benoit blocks the pedigree but knocks the referee with his tiny head and big shoulders <laughs> Benoit built perfectly like the old LJN action figures <laughs> Dino and Perry run out to attack Triple H but Triple H of course easily disposes of them ha 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 and then pedigree's Benoit so Eddie Guerrero runs in to title shot Triple H in the back of their head allowing Benoit to win and the Radicals theme plays, they're all back together. The gang is back together. Yeah. I've typed Happy in here, in letters, 
why? And then a, chair, a Triple H chair shots Perry brutally, and they all <laughs> run like bitches again. Why? Did Triple H why? need a mid-boss squad to deal with for a bit? I feel like this is just bit? this. This is just a way of distracting. Um, Everybody from thinking Triple H for what's coming from Triple H. That's all this is. Yeah. Just distraction. Just a distraction piece, I think. Yeah, they're like the Dungeon of Doom to Hogan in 96. Mm. Triple H just needs some dudes to hit with chairs and be like, ah, oh, I'm being attacked. Please cheer me. Please cheer me. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. The Rock is interviewed by Kelly, who wants to know where he was. The Rock goes, what are you, the Rock's mother? <laughs> Even here, like, this promo from The Rock is really quite, um, like contained isn't it like he's not like his normal yeah. Rudy poo ugly so-and-so type self like he's like even his even his body language like he's 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 trying to walk away like he's got that body language something that's trying to leave the room like his body's halfway out the room and his neck is is curved just to address Kevin Kelly before he goes he doesn't want to be there really lovely little touches by the rock that keep you guessing like is he is could he have done that is that yeah, Very he doesn't good. deny Very it. Good. He just tells Kelly to not ask about it anymore. Yeah, oh, he's so good here. I really, I really like it. I yeah. really like it. Because that, that's it. They build it, the building up. Will he? Mm. Won't he? Has he? Has he not? And it's working because the crowd is biting on it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, SmackDown, your vote. Oh God. Oh wait, no. It's not the thing from a few months earlier. No, right? they've quietly binned that off. <laughs> good. Good God. What a horrible. Horrible 2000s thing. <laughs> well, The Rock thinks that Gore and Bush should be... Actually, no, sorry, the PTC does not think Gore or Bush should be on uh, SmackDown. But uh, Al Gore and George Bush, all right, thanks for clarifying, no problem, uh, thinks that they should appear on SmackDown, do a televised debate. Come on, lads, don't you care about the youth of America? Let's speak to some. I have been given a WF t-shirt to say that... To oh, sorry, I won't say that bit. I'm sorry, Paul. Um yeah, the president should talk on SmackDown and then Austin can... If they cared about the kids, they would talk between a bra and panties match and a European title match featuring Test. Yeah. Imagine yeah. They, should, they should talk during the match. As Steve Austin is no-selling all of Rikishi's offense, George W. Bush is going, well, you should vote for me. I can't do an accent. <laughs> WWW Bush. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it, it, they got rid of that. I'm very glad. Instead, it's just going, no, you should vote. It's your right to vote. Mm -hmm. and, all right, fair enough. They, they, they've eased off on this, which I think is the absolute, absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah. Ah, learning from your mistakes. <laughs> and then The Rock is here for the main event title match to a subdued response. And I'm wondering, did they edit the crowd noise or are there really fans wondering if he did it so much that they don't even pop? And then Kurt Angle comes out to not much of a reaction either. So maybe the fans just stink. Maybe they're just a bit worn out tonight. Maybe they're just a bit, bit drained from the evening. Some fans you get, some, you know, this is one thing I'm, I'm aware of going back into live shows with people there is mm. that you're going to have those nights where the crowd just aren't bothered. You really are. And it's dealing with that again. <laughs> I did see somebody, I'm not sure if they want the name, but oh, with El Page, when they talked about the match last night said that was the longest evening of my life and I've been a defiant tapings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Good saw one. that tweet too. Well done, Faye. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, don't don't forget, after the, the fifth hour, we'll get the main event. You're like, I'm never seeing a wrestling show ever again after this, mate. <laughs> Just tired, lads. Come yeah. on. But look at the quality for money you get. I mean, I don't, don't care. 
just literally, hey, look, it's uh, it's it's Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, I'm just want to go to bed. Yeah. Hey, up. It's D Drake for a second match of the evening. Oh God, I love I mean, you, mate. I, I love on, Howard, but I do want to go to bed. Yeah. Is she Drake come out apologizing? Like, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll make it quick. <laughs> like, thanks, Drake. God, God love him. God yeah. love him. This match wasn't long either. Actually. Oh, yeah, I was say, yeah, this is, yeah, thank God. Uh, the Rock pounds away on Kurt with Kurt looking more and more like a man who can take those shots. Mm. Their chemistry was already great at this point. I've had numerous matches on TV and pay per view already. And like, uh, Kurt Angle just nails the Rock for belly to belly with ease. Oh, and then Kurt tries leaving with the title. He already said he wasn't in the mood for this, so it's only fair. Let's think about <laughs> Steph. Uh, Rock stops Earl from counting and says he'll buy him some booze later on. He says, oh, thanks, because I'm <laughs> drink like a fish. Sandler's broke me. Yeah. And Rock chases after Kurt. So a, that gets a pop from the crowd. I think it's a good way of getting the crowd into it. We're going, oh, no, hang on. Come back here, you coward. And Kurt, Rock's like, I'll get him. Like, Yay. Uh, Kurt nails the angle slam on the Rock in the ring for two. Surprised at that. That is a surprise. Oh, Why, okay. You know, you, I think they should have protected that move a little bit more. Yeah. Rock hurls angle outside, and then Kurt says he's hurt and hurt bad. He does land yeah. weird on his ankle. Like, I, I kind of thought maybe he's legit hurt. By the way, did you notice this? Because I've not already thought much more for it. But listen to the Kurt Angle podcast. Angle physically can't... Oh, he says physically. I mean, he just doesn't want to. Uh, it, takes, it takes a close line to the outside or knocked outside. He always turns around and takes it front. He doesn't go over, doesn't do 180. He always ah, turns and does it that way. I and, didn't uh, spot Comrade Thompson was taking him to the task squad. You can moonsault off a cage, fine, but you can't take a clothesline the outside. That way he goes, no, not happening. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I guess some people are better better, better when their feet aren't off the ground. Maybe. Yeah, I don't maybe know. That's it. Yeah, the, the referees check on Kurt and his condition. And this helps Kurt. As he tries to, so oh, I put here hopping Kurt, right? That makes sense. A poor hopping Kurt, clearly injured, tries to kick Rock, but then the Rock puts him in the Scorpion King Deathlock, which is the cue for Rikishi to slowly waddle the ringside. <laughs> he's a bad man having a nice walk. <laughs> no wonder he drove that car. <laughs> it's quick. If he clotheslined him, Austin would have felt it. <laughs> Allowing Kurt to walk right into the spine buster, so Rikishi thinks. Oh, sod it then. Just attacked Rock the DQ. <laughs> Almost out. like that when the interference doesn't work, quite work. So he goes, oh, who cares? Just, I'll just do it anyway. Here's the full fat DQ. Uh, this brings out Austin, who takes out Angle and Rikishi. But then the Rock lands Austin with a rock bottom. Yeah. That means he did it. That means he did it. Confirmed, but the, confirmed. The commentators were it. great because they went, that was a receipt for earlier. So it's even, even though the Rock has attacked Austin in the crowd, they, they get up for this. Yeah. They, you can't really tell whether they're, they're not booing. They're not really cheering. They're just making noise. And, it, and we've planted that seed so beautifully. And even that doesn't isn't an admission of guilt that is just well austin gave me a stunner at the start of the night so this is freaking revenge have that yeah you know like so i like even that i like like little touches like that rock's been great tonight he's been low-key great tonight more so yeah. than he has been in a while like he's coasted as like oh sunglasses you're all jackasses who wants pie etc like this is rock low-key greatness this is all mm. throughout the night i've enjoyed it immensely on we go to Rock Austin at WrestleMania. Oh, 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 pardon. <gasps> sure, still got to sing first. Oh, yeah, we got that. We stood away again. 
Chef Boyardee Island. <laughs> on, on Ravioli Peninsula. Searching for my lost shaker. <laughs> oh, there it is. Thank you, Ernest Borgnine. Searching for my lugs. <laughs> oh, there they are. <laughs> so from this SmackDown, what did you remember, sir? I remembered Rikishi saying, no, The Rock told me to do it. I mean, that going, wait, 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 what did he? And I was one of those kids going, wait, 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 is, is this actually a thing? Did The Rock, did The Rock order Rikishi to do it? Oh, he's a bad, bad man. Even badder <laughs> man. They're both bad. Uh, and yeah, I was on the edge of my seat going, ooh. And then when Rock did, did, attacked Austin, I'm like, well, that's it. That, that's <laughs> I was that kid going, well, that's it. Case closed, Your Honor. What about yourself, mate? I remembered uh, Al Snow bringing Jerry Lawler a selection oh. of meats <laughs> simply because I, I don't think I'd paid enough attention to the Raw before it, so I was confused as to why it was happening. But it stuck in my brain for some reason. Al Snow giving Jerry Lawler some meats, <laughs> among other things. Um, what about you? What did you for, what did you forget from this week's episode? There's a few things. Say that. There's a few things here. That, was no, it the that, meat? That was my bloody thing. <laughs> the the Al Snow Lawler tag team uh, to completely extinguish all the flame that Raven and Taz going for themselves. Yeah, don't know why it happened. Oh, can't wait to find out next week, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that was my thing. What about yourself? I totally forgot that they made Deborah Lieutenant Commissioner. <laughs> It's a very forgettable role. It's a really forgettable role. Um, and no disrespect to Deborah, fair play, like, you know, doing what you do. I can't remember where this goes because I didn't even know it happened. I forgot that it happened altogether. There's a few things on this I forgot, like Adam Sandler being a dick, uh, not being a dick, <laughs> being just being a geek. Um, hey, it's me, Adam Sandler. The story behind Funny. The Billy Gunn name. There's loads, but I think I'm going to go with that one. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with that, and and also top marks to the low key greatness of the Rock this week. I think he was very, 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 very good. So that yeah. is the, that is a SmackDown review. What have you got coming on this week, Matthew Gregory? Uh, well, on Sunday it's coming. I home. will be watching the bloody Euro finals, yeah. and so I'll not be streaming my usual yeah. thing because who the bloody hell's watching that? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But on Saturday, the day before Euromania. I'll be streaming. I've decided going through the other Mega Drive classics. Finally, time for me to sit down with Aladdin. Oh, get in! That's a that's a decent little game. That hopefully I won't get DMCA'd for do 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 boo 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 sixteen bit. I weirdly hope you do. I love you like I love lugs and Chef Boy RD jokes that we run to the ground. A whole new <laughs> a whole new, a new fantastic me and Tom. <laughs> we will riff on that and nothing else. Why do people listen to this shit? <laughs> what have you got coming up, Tom? <laughs> nothing else that tops that. <laughs> Not nothing. And until next time, he is at Matthew Greg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. <laughs> we are at Cultaholic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. <gasps> Ravioli, fuck America! <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs> Looks you, bye. Looks you, bye. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> 